Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle Grown Talk Cocktail Friday, a show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now here is your host, Sonia Lorette. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LeRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, holistic health and wellness consultant, and motivational speaker. Oh my goodness, Whispers, it is awesome to be in the Whisperers Lounge this afternoon. I am so excited. And then I have to tell you guys another great reason why I'm so souped up and excited today, not just for our episode, but believe it or not, we are celebrating our fourth anniversary in podcasting. I can't believe that it's four years and the time has gone by so fast, but we are loving every moment of it. And I'm so grateful to connect with so many of you dynamic whispers. Getting to know you all off the air has been just one of the highlights that I can really say. So, you know, this is a good day. This is going to be a good show. So don't forget, you can call in and ask your questions regarding today's discussions at 516-595-8091. Again. That is 516-595-8091. And you know, Blog Talk Radio, yes, our home base, our station, always has our back. They place in each and every one of our episodes a live chat box so you're able to drop your questions, your comments. If you need me to reiterate or maybe go a little deeper, you know to dress, just drop them in that chat box and I will address it. But this is the thing, Whispers. We want you to enjoy being in the chat box, commenting, just showing your support. But we also want you to give dignity and respect to each other because we all have different opinions and different views. But what makes a bounty and a wealth of a conversation is by respecting those opinions and reviews. So just remember to deal with each other in kindness because that's what we really are about here at Whispers in a Bottle. So make sure that if you haven't subscribed to our Whispers Exchange, you go to the live link that's in our description box and subscribe because I'm telling you, we have some fabulous things in there and we have some new things that are going to be launching shortly. So I'm excited to bring forth everything in the Whispers Exchange. So are you ready to get into today's episode? It is the transformative power of resilience. (laughs) You know, I love to start each and every one of our discussions with a great meaning or uh, a definition. And this is no different. So, Whisperers, we're going to get the meaning of resilience, okay? Resilience means the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulty, toughness, okay? Let's get that again. Resilience means the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. You know, resilience, just the mere sound of that word to me, makes you know it's 
very important, and it's a very important quality. But when you place that definition or of resilience in the right space and place, by far, you know, it's a quality that we all want and need through every element of our life. See, Whispers, in my pre-show, I really kind of set the table for this discussion. And I told them during the pre-show that this is the thing that we are going to be moving closer to, to really be able to triumph over trials. See, resilience is more than just bouncing back. Like I told them, we're not a ball. And we don't go bouncing here and bouncing there and bouncing back from adversities or difficulties. But it's about growing and thriving. Ooh, that word. I tell you guys, sometimes you got to really take in the words that are placed into our discussions. Because that word thriving means that we are living, not just surviving. It means that we're going to be thriving through the toughest of times. That means we are going to thrive and live through the most difficult obstacles that we as people may face. It means that it's just like a sturdy tree. And I tell you guys all the time about the weeping willow, how sturdy that tree is, how resilient that tree is, because when it's faced with these horrible storms, that tree can bend all the way down. And you will think that it's going to snap and it's not going to come back. But lo and behold, when the storm subsides, it raises back up and the plumage is beautiful and it's just swaying in the wind. Because, see, it has that sturdiness. It has the resiliency to even take on the toughest of storms. And I always tell you that in that tree, in that example, it always builds a different quality in each and every one of us. See, the weeping willow after the storm isn't that it's such this proliferal tree. Matter of fact, if you look at it, it's delicate. It's very delicate looking. You look at the leaves and how they drape and how they fall. It's very soft in its manner. But it also shows that it has the resiliency to be able to navigate through the life storms that it has to face. And it does it with grace and dignity. And see, those are the things that we're going to get into in today's discussion. So whisperers, resilience is a potent force that empowers us to preserve, adapt, or ultimately triumph over life's most daunting challenges. I love those words that I chose to put there, right? Preserve. And if you know that if you have preservative, it means it gives it a longer shelf life. It means that it gives it a longer stability. When we adapt, it means that it's able to really kind of switch into different things. The universal adapters that you have that can plug up to anything and everything. See, these are the things that you have to look at when we are placing intention in our words into discussions. So when we look at the transformative power of resilience, we got to be willing 
to defy, and I love that word, defy defeat. We've got to defy it. Meaning it should empower us to stand strong against setbacks. It should empower us to stand strong when it comes to failures. And it should empower us to stay strong and stand strong when disappointments raise their ugly heads. And notice, it doesn't say that it's going to be easy, though. Nothing about it said, oh, yeah, this is going to be a cakewalk. It's just going to be a piece of cake. You're going to walk through this. Look, I'm not giving delusion conversations. I'm giving real conversations to you. See, trials may shake us to the very core. I can't begin to tell you. And being resilient in our mindset, though, enables us to rise above and use them as stepping stones. There's that word, guys. There it is, stepping stones toward progress. And you remember I told you that stepping stones allow us to be able to step up and step over. Or sometimes stepping stones allow us to build a bridge to help to connect us to where we need to be and where we're going. Stepping stones allow us to even get our footing that we may need to stand there for a second to get our countenance about us again, too. Important. They're imperative. And by developing resilience, though, whispers, we transform difficulties into opportunities for growth. That's what it's all about. We want to grow. We want to be on a trajectory that keeps us moving forward. We don't want a trajectory like going nowhere or going downhill. It's not about that. You know, it leads me to think that sometimes when we get into these discussions, it always leads me to wanting to give out master keys. And, you know, I've been giving out the master keys quicker in our episodes because this is the thing. Sometimes we got to get to the meat of everything. So this is when you need to get your perverted episode at the 310 marker because I'm going to give you your first master key of this discussion. And the first master key that I'm going to give you is that we're going to cultivate a growth mindset. <laughs> Did you hear me? Yes. You know we had a full season that we built upon the growth mindset. You know we went pillar by pillar by pillar. So that means that you need to go and pick up those master keys that were given out then because we're going to need them and they're going to be necessary when we are developing ourselves when it comes to the the transformational power of resilience. That's why I tell you, each episode is hand in hand. We know this mindset helps us to see challenges as opportunities or those stepping stones to our greatness, those lessons we need to build upon. We know that a growth mindset allows us to reframe our perspective, gives us clear perspective. And we find the silver lining in even the most difficult of situations. I gave you an example last time of like somebody who is just like, oh, yeah, you know, it could be worse. 
It really could be worse. And you're thinking to yourself, really? What could be worse than this? And they're like, oh, no, it's okay. It could be worse. I remember um, when I was a a kid, um, we had to relocate to the South, (laughs) which was by far, by far, by far an extreme change from the big city we came from. (laughs) It was actually like a culture shock even. Well, we faced a major challenge shortly after we arrived, and it was none other than a major flood. I mean a major flood. And I have to tell you guys that, um, Whisperers, we lost a lot of our things. I mean a lot. Things that we couldn't get back, photographs, memories. My grandmother had just passed and all, and so we had relocated there, and it was things from her that we could never get back even. But I remember my mom saying to us, hey, guys, it could have been worse. One of us could have been injured or, worse yet, even swept away. You know, things can always be replaced. And the things that can't be replaced, we will build new memories around them. We will build new memories and hold them closer and deeper to our hearts. I was like blown away as a kid, like looking at her. And it was just like everything my my mom had for us and things we had, clothes, different things. Some of her good china that was my grandmother's, was destroyed. But my mom was incredible. Like, she was just an incredible person anyway. Because she could see the silver lining, which also helped us. Like, how I am as a person, how I am as a therapist, how I am as a friend, how I am as a sibling, is because she developed things in us to help us see and hold on to the silver lining in our own lives, no matter what we faced or what was going to happen in the long run. Because she said, no one has a crystal ball and can say that this or that isn't going to take place. But what you have is resiliency to rebuild and rebound. And I never forgot that. I think that's what I hold so dear into my heart and my chest at times. And why I tell you all that through all of this and the changes that I've faced, even in my life with losing her, I sometimes get lost even in to have the resiliency to be able to focus and move forward because the voice that resonated so loudly with resiliency is gone. So it requires that I allow the transformative power of resiliency to really resonate and vibrate deep in my chest. You know, before I lean into the rest of this discussion, and before I really get you kind of charged up and fed fully on this discussion, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. La Paz Image Consultants is your full-service international luxury agency working with clients from the inside out if you're ready to ignite your passion tap into your signature style 
build on your relationships, then you need to book your consultation today at www.lapazimageconsultant.com. Lapaz Image Consultant, where everything is fabulous. Welcome back, Whispers. As I stated before the commercial break, I want us to lean into this topic a little bit more. And I mean, we're going to lean all the way in. We're going to do like the Michael Jackson lean into it. <laughs> if any of you all are familiar with the Smooth Criminal video when he did that, you know, dynamic lean, that's what we're going to do with this episode. So before the break, I was speaking of uh, that growth mindset and how we had to adapt and how we needed to have that growth mindset and not allow ourselves to get thrown off. And I gave you a beautiful example of even my mother and even how we have developed resiliency. And I even told you guys last week that in the episode that my brother lost both of his children, my nieces, my Lord, those kids, they were everything, everything to this family. But even through all that, he developed a resiliency. And then, no, it's not easy. And I'm not saying it's easy because by far he has days that it is just devastating. But see, he has developed a resiliency of knowing that he wants to keep on thriving and putting himself in a place in a space of being better and doing better and knowing that he was a great dad and doing things for his children. And I want to be the dynamic aunt that I was, but also now that I'm a mom, I can trickle those things that I learned from being that dynamic aunt and doing the resiliency of living through that moment of tragedy, that horrible moment that we can pour into our own child. And he gets to see his kids through her eyes because there are so many likenesses and there's so many things that we have to be thankful for. So, We must be willing to adapt and evolve. We know that life is constantly, constantly moving, shifting, shaking, turning, as well as being very unpredictable. Let me tell you, I can attest to the fact how this is. I can attest to it totally. You see, resilience equips us with the flexibility to adapt to changing circumstances. See, in a world that constantly evolves, the ability to adjust and innovate becomes prominent, becomes very prominent. You know, I use that word because prominent means that it's more important than anything else. See, those of us who possess resiliency or have resilience, not only survive, we also thrive in the face of uncertainty. See, that's why I told you that word thrive is so important. Because, see, thriving means that you must keep on living and must keep on the shoots going. Have you ever had a plant, you cut off a little section and you give it to a friend, you go to their house and lo and behold, they got this beautiful vine that's growing up the wall. Oh, that's from the little plant that you gave me. 
Because, see, it was thriving. They took care of it and nurtured it. It's true, whispers. It's so true. We turn challenges into catalysts for personal and professional evolution. That's the gradual development of something. That's what that is. See, when we are willing to evolve, we're willing to shift our perspective. We're able to morph into things that carry that resilience and strength. It opens us up to even our second master key. And that second master key is practicing self-care and adaptability. Yes, you heard that correctly. Self-care and adaptability. I think you guys are wondering, how how did I fit that in? (laughs) Because resiliency also involves taking care of yourself, both mentally, physically, and emotionally. So if we don't take care of ourselves mentally, we burn out. We can't adjust correctly. Our emotions run us instead of we being in control of them. If we're not taking care of ourselves self-care, we can't take care of ourselves physically, which means that we start to eat not healthy. We're not hydrating ourselves properly. We're not getting the necessary sleep that we need. So the brain doesn't get to reset. It doesn't get the needed rest. It doesn't get the serotonin levels up. See, it requires all elements of ourselves. And engaging in regular self-care activities nurture and can help reduce stress and improve emotional well being. See, many people that have even depression or anxiety, they don't realize how much so they need to be aware of this ability of practicing self-care and the ability to adapt and be adaptable to things. Because sometimes we have to pivot, change, and shift so we can work inside of our power and our superpower or our knowledge of what we're dealing with. Because adaptability is a key component of that resiliency. See, I always tell you, life has those ebbs and flows. And being able to adjust your approach and plans in the face of change is valuable. It's such a valuable skill. It's a skill so that means you have to develop it, that it means that you have to even practice it. I told you there's two things that I always tell you about. I tell you that there's intention and intentional. So sometimes when you're not in a place, in a space, or being accustomed to taking care or that self-care element, sometimes you have to be intentional, meaning you must have it on purpose, doing it on purpose, even setting an alarm to it. Oh, no, no, I got to take my 15 minutes. I got to sit here, do some deep breathing, allow myself to decompress, focus into my mind. Let me do a little journaling, whatever it is. Because see, self-care looks different for everyone. Self-care feels different for everyone. It does. 
self-care is even O-U. Listen, I want to tell you it's not a feminine thing. And a lot of times people that I speak with, a lot of guys, yeah, well, that's that girly stuff. No, no. It's non-binary. And it's needed on both sides of the table because, fellas, you think you don't need to put your self-care as a priority? You'll notice that you'll start developing harmful habits such as stress packing, which leads to outbursts of anger, not being able to handle matters correctly. It can even lead to substance abuse. It can lead to you not taking care of yourself, sleep deprivation. It can lead to many things, which could also lead to high blood pressure and heart disease. See, those are two major factors right there. So self-care is necessary here. And I teach about that, and I, I really am about that self-care. And it might look different for you that it means that you have to stop. Maybe you listen to some music. Maybe you just dance around or you, you just read a book or whatever it is, but you really need to invest in it. See, I love that when we think about triumphs through resilience, it also means that we have to embrace failure as a stepping stone. Now, in this day and age, people want children and people um, also want everyone to be winners. Everybody's a winner. Everybody gets, you know, a trophy. They They teach their kids, oh, everybody's a winner, you know. But that doesn't allow you to build resiliency, nor does it allow you to see that failure can be a stepping stone or a cornerstone to your success. And if that is what you're doing with your children, you're setting them up for failure because everybody is not going to win. I I just said the other week um, I was watching something. I was so blown away that they ended the football game on a tie. I was like, well, when did that happen? When they started leaving the game off in a tie. My husband said, oh, they just, they did this because, you know, they was tired of games going forever in a day. I was like, well, that is just terrible. There's got to be a winner. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. Even if it meant that at the last minute that you're only, both of you are going to take a field goal kick. And if you get the field goal, that's who wins it. Whoever gets the first field goal opportunity. But a tie? I'm like, oh. But it requires that we have to be resilient and get back up again when we are in a position that we did not win. Or if it's a position that we lost, it's okay. What is the lesson that you take away? What is it that we inculcate? We inculcate that we need to keep working and keep striving to do better so we can be better. does not mean you're going to be perfect. does not mean you're going to win every single time. But it does mean that you're going to do your best. And it does mean that you're going to have a transformative power of resiliency. This made me think about um, Titian. I was there in early in my singing career. 
I was in um, a singing competition, and I had rehearsed this song that I was going to perform, right? And we had a wardrobe change, everything. I mean, like, we was just, we was going to do it because this was early in my career, and this was one of the biggest competitions that I had been on. And I performed this particular song so many times that literally I sing this song in my sleep. I can sing it backwards. I can sing it forward. You tell me to pick it up in the middle. I can sing this song any way you want it. And I was so excited for the finale to take, to finally take stage, right? Because they placed me like down in the bottom, like, in the competition, I had to wait for all these singers and then finally take the stage. And my music started and I went into the song. But what you may or may not know is that our music builds and I was ready. But guess what? I entered my song on the wrong verse. I entered it on the wrong verse. Like I came in on the part where it was ready to crescendo and go into that next verse to do the note of setting it up for that, that nice crescendo. And when it happened, I literally paused and I looked at my manager which was my mother and my sponsor. And then I looked at the audience and I had stopped singing and I apologized. And my manager's face was in like shock. I knew I had to sing my life out at that point. And that's what I did. I sang my life out of that song. I, I mean, I sang that song that you would think that I had went through all kinds of sadness, broke up with this guy, everything. That's how it was. But guess what? came in second place. I came in as up. And one of the judges said, oh, he said, by far, young lady, you can sing. You sing your face off. You're good. What knocked you was you messed up, but you stopped. And you even apologized. He said, but if that ever happens to you again, never stop singing. Just keep going. Make it as if you had made this a part of this song that you switched it around, and then you were going to drop us in softly into a moment. You are the artist. But it taught me a valuable lesson, Whisperers. It taught me resiliency and it taught me to not be so assured on the things that I know and what it is and what I can do. It also meant that I had to learn from my mistakes so I would not do it and keep producing the same mistake. And it meant that I had to sit in a place in a pocket of humility, too. See, resiliency has a way of really teaching us these necessary qualities. See, we have to be willing to reframe the failures not as something shameful. Not could allow that to tr- just make me stumble and fall, not even allow me to come. But guess what? I came back that following year, and I took the whole thing. I took the championship. I beat out 155 singers, and I was number one in that championship, and I was proud of myself because I took that lesson and I applied it, and the same thing goes for you. 
Sometimes the things that happen in our lives, and they can even cause us to stumble, and sometimes we trip and even fall. But it doesn't mean that when you fall that you get to stay there, stay down, be having your knees beating or your hands scraped up and you don't get up and bandage it, clean it off, disinfect it, and keep pursuing your dream. That is what this discussion is all about. It's about the transformative power of resiliency. Because that if we do this, it allows us to harness that mental and emotional intelligency that gives the clarity of perspective gives us the clarity of perspective even in the hardest of situations. So these are the things that we're building upon. And if you know that you may struggle in this area, it may mean that you need to pick up your third master key. And that third master key is building a strong, supportive network. See, resiliency doesn't mean you have to face it all alone. I have to do this by myself. I have to overcome it myself. No. Sometimes you need a roadmap. Sometimes you need a GPS. And when we build a strong, supportive network, it's crucial to our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So that means surrounding ourselves with people who uplift us, understand, encourage us, can make all the differences in the way that we even place things in our minds and in our hearts. And these connections provide us with healthy emotional support, different perspectives, and often, you know, differencing, differential, you know, ways of looking at things. You know, I have people that I pour into, I have people that pour into me, and we always have differences in our views, which make it a a great and a rich and bountiful relationship. I have friends that are in the relationship spectrum, and they coach people, and I'm a counselor, and how they approach things and what they say, I really enjoy it because it's from a different perspective, even how we talk to each other and pour into each other. It's powerful. And I got to tell you something, though. I want you to be mindful of who you allow in your inner circle as well. You want people that are trustworthy, who aren't going to be um, prejudging you or place their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions upon you. Oh, no, you can't feel like that. You got to feel like this. Well, wait a minute. Who, who says that you can't feel like that? Now, if your feeling is just so like far to the left, over to the left, you know, like Beyonce says, to the left, to the left, then maybe you need to kind of drag it to the center a little bit and refine it some. Because sometimes it just means that we need to refine things. But it does not mean that we conform things. So that's something that you got to remember. 
You may need to even seek professional help because a professional isn't biased. So when I work with my clients, I don't have a biased opinion. I don't have a biased thought. I don't take sides. I come in with an open perspective. I allow them to talk and see where things are. And sometimes I don't tell them at all. I keep on until they come to the conclusion and I'm able to reframe it for them. So they can see it with the clarity. But you cannot be afraid to ask for help. You can't be afraid to prioritize your goals. You can't be afraid to prioritize the support you need. You cannot be afraid to prioritize the way that you need to place things into your heart and your mind so you can have that transformative power of resiliency. It's all about you. Whisperers, you don't have to become an open book to any and everyone. My mom, and I would say this, and my mom would fall out laughing. I'd say, yeah, well, you know, people always think certain ways. And I said, well, guess what? If they're writing a book about me, I'd be the best author there could possibly be. Because it's the truth. I can tell my story better than anyone can. And better than people would know, unless you were literally a part of my family. Then they could tell the story. They can tell some other stories, too, that are pretty good, too. (laughs) So be selective on who you choose to safeguard that energy with or to share that energy with. That's something very important. So as we get ready to, like, wrap up our discussion I want to encourage you to reflect on the trials you faced and how they've shaped you. Have you allowed them to embitter you? Have you allowed them to victimize you? Have you allowed them to motivate, encourage, empower, teach, help you to invigorate, to change, to pivot, to restore? Did you hear those words? That's the power, the transformation of resiliency. Resilience isn't something we're born with, whispers. It's a skill. And just like with every skill, it's learned, it's practiced, it's nurtured, it's developed. This way, it's over time that we get it. So, you know, I love having these discussions with you. And you know, I'm going to encourage you to join me for the after show because I get to pour in a little more. It's not like a long show. It's about maybe 30, 35 minutes of that. And we get to kind of tap in. You get to really kind of put your comments. You're like front and center. And we get to really kind of build out a little bit. And I get to share some other little stories, different little things that I didn't tell you in here. We get to kind of take a little reflection time together with regards to even walking four years into this journey of having such a dynamic show as Whispers in a Bottle. And, you know, I could definitely go on and on with you all because I love being in our safe zone. But please don't forget to subscribe to our beautiful journal. It's the Whispers Exchange. The link is live in the description box. And you know 
I love connecting with you on all of our social media platforms. You know, the pre-show is so good, and I, I'm even welcoming all of our new Wisdom Whisperers. Thank you for joining me. I have a 1 p.m. pre-show that sets the table for this show on the Wisdom app. If you're not on Wisdom, make sure that you go over to our Instagram page at whispersinabottle underscore podcast. DM us the word wisdom, and we will send you a personal invitation so you can be a part of that pre-show, be a part of the Wisdom app, get on some discussions that they have on there, or just kind of network with other people. We have our Facebook group at Whisper in a Bottle, and of course, we're on X still at capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. And don't forget that you can still send your questions in, and we will be highlighting them in the Whispers Exchange. So you can write me at AskSoniaLaray at Yahoo.com. And my name is spelled S-O-N-Y-A, capital L-A. Well, it's all lowercase. It's uh, Sonia Laray. It's L-A-R-A-E at Yahoo.com. So you can send your questions in there. Um, I look forward to us you know, getting back together next week for another pillar on our journey of triumphing over trials. Don't forget to tune in at 4.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel at Whispers in a Bottle. And, you know, I just love you guys and I appreciate you so much. So with that being said, everyone, I'm Sonia Loray, a lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, holistic health and wellness consultant, motivational speaker, but by far, I'm always honored to say I am your host of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. Have a great weekend. Be safe and enjoy your families. You have been listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays with your host, Sonia Loray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, holistic health and wellness consultant, and motivational speaker. Please make sure you review our show, like, share, and make sure you come back next Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash whispers in a bottle. Have a great weekend. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.